0: Hi, this is David from Slovakia and the Europe Fan Club, and this is Pro Hockey News Podcast. Go, as go!
1: Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast. Hail, hail the gangs all here for our debut. Is this our third season, Richard? Fourth Uh, This is uh, going into our fourth season. Yeah, so fourth hockey season. I I don't know how we term episodes anymore with with the stop and go. Lonnie's here. Lou is here. Jacob's here. So we've got Sunshine. We've got the guy north of the border. We've got our producer. We've got our calming influence. And me. Adam. So, yes, Lonnie, you're the calming influence somehow in this group. So congratulations to that. Thanks. (laughs) You know, we, we, uh, training camps are underway in the NHL. We, we've got the AHL, which made some announcements. I think we'll get to that probably in subsequent podcasts. We've got some things lined up hopefully with that, but we'll gloss over that. And then, um, but I do want to start Jacob. Um, we are recording this on Wednesday this week. I don't know if you want to dissect or talk about an amazing hockey game last night in the world juniors um you're you're canadian i defer to you as the world junior champion oh no no you guys didn't win last night you you did not (laughs) wow um (laughs) the uh oh and uh, i was gonna say we could talk about the goal that canada oh nope they didn't score they
2: didn't score this is very rude yes
1: 100 (laughs) percent
2: (laughs) <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? I'm it's sorry. Not, Where have
0: listen, you been the past couple of seasons,
3: <laughs> Jacob? It's not you per se. It's Adam. It's Adam.
1: You know, some of us have never given up on the the gold medal game in Vancouver. That still hurts a bit.
2: Uh-huh. Well, it should.
1: Um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> at least we at least we scored a goal. Um,
2: oh. World Juniors last night. Canada got worked, buddy. You know what? I believe Canada actually got out coached. Um, I didn't think they got outworked, but wow, that top line for the US was so fast. Um, Cole Caulfield and uh, Trevor Zegres just so much better, or just so much better than I could. I actually thought they were. I, I didn't realize how good they were. Um, but you know what? It, the proper team won that uh, last night. Like all things considered, the U.S. just played better. They didn't. Conti- they didn't give an inch to Canada, and unfortunately, Canada just ended up giving one inch, and that was just enough. And then the U.S. to score two goals and held.
1: And I, I'm one. guessing for you, Richard, being an Avs fan, it was really good that a team that is only about six forwards deep was able to win a tournament. So I mean, that's going hey, to give you hopes as an Avs fan.
4: I'm surprised that they they even needed six deep, you know, you know,
1: two lines. What is that? (laughs) So, yeah, so, you know, U.S. wins. So, uh, you know, 80 percent of this podcast is happy about that. Uh, Actually, with the exchange rate, it's 87 percent of this podcast is happy about that. Um, 13% not. So congratulations to those. And by the way, kids, they are kids. They are, Mm -hmm. most of them are going into the NCAA now in the next couple of weeks. Um, some going to juniors, a couple of them are going to end up in, in the NHL with the, the screwy season that we got going on here.
2: Well, Adam, I'm curious. Do you think uh, there's going to be more juniors, uh, that we saw at this tournament in the NHL because of the, um, COVID and the expanded rosters that will become of that, or that will, that is a result of that.
1: You know, that's Lonnie. I'm going to defer to you on that with all with the roster rules, not really changing on how many games and all that. The, the only thing is they can now stay there until the CHL season starts, essentially.
3: Yeah, I don't necessarily they may keep kids around to give them a look like in a sort of as we get into camp a little bit. But I don't I think I don't think it's going to change who stays up with the big clubs at all in part, because if you're, you know, I think we talked about this last time, if you're not going to play regular minutes for some of these kids who are star players, if you're not going to get those first line, second line minutes, don't, don't, you're not, you don't want these kids on a taxi squad. You want them playing as much as possible. Maybe you'll have a situation where you could send them to their AHL team. If you're lucky enough to be playing You may slot these kids in there, but I don't think you're going to see an appreciable difference. College hockey is rolling right along for the most part.
4: Um,
3: And I think those kids that can go back there. will.
1: I think you hit the nail on the head with the AHL announcing yesterday, a February 5th start date. And we're still waiting to see the the, the leagues of the CHL, the, the Canadian juniors, when they're going to start. And it looks like you can stay in the AHL is what they're working out until the juniors start without penalty. And in exp- contracts and all that so i think potentially the american league may get an influx of some of these kids who will who, who may have a month i mean they may not start juniors up north until what November, uh, march it's looking jacob anything you're hearing being uh, kind of on the beat there but the i WHL? honestly haven't been paying attention too yeah. much about that so, so i think the american league may get a boost more than the nhl that's fair but I think all these kids are going back to the NCA. Who have their sc- who, the ones that are planning on going back to college, hockey, they're going back. Yeah. yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna.
3: No, them. like I mean, the Minnesota Wild are gonna. You know, Matthew Boldy had a hell of a tournament, but they're not gonna say now. No, no, no. no. Leave in the middle of your sophomore season at, at BC. No,
1: and that's and, and, I, and burn that's and, and let's happen. get yeah and burn a year of your entry level deal and and all yeah no. they, they want the three years of control. You're not gonna you're not gonna
3: burn unless it's a sure thing. You're not going to burn a year of an ELC uh, on this, you know, potential dumpster fire of a season. I just don't Mm -hmm. see any, way. I see no logical way that makes sense. I do want to say real quick though, one of the big winners last night uh, is the Florida Panthers yeah, Uh, who have in their system, the two top goaltenders of this tournament who were unbelievable last night. Yeah. I mean, Devin Levi the whole time, the whole tournament really stood on his head. That was last night was the first game they trailed in the entire tournament.
1: You know, the one thing I wonder with USA is because they didn't have the normal preseason and extra games and all that, so they, they, I mean, they went with one goalie and stuck with instead of kind of a rotation. You Mm -hmm. know, the the other guy got the second game, but I mean, I wonder if not having a a preseason or not having a elongated, if you will, and getting rotation in actually got him more time. Cause they went with who they thought was the best bond paper. How are you with the results? Yeah. I mean, they only <laughs> set, a, set, a, set a shutout record for team USA and all that good stuff. So yeah. So congrats to those kids. Good for them. Uh, you know, it, it's something that they will, they will never remember the dumpster thing. I'm not even getting into that. You guys can read about that. USA was not making fun of Canada. I make fun of Canada. Not, not those kids. NHL guys, we've got a lot of stuff to break down in the NHL with camp starting. Um, let's, let's talk about the non-news news first. Um, we have, uh, a, a divisions that have been sold. So we're going to discover the central division. We're going to drive out West in a Honda. We are going to go massively in on the East and Scotia bank up North. I got nothing for Scotia.
2: <laughs> They're also a bank.
1: <laughs> I don't, Yeah. I got, but I, I had nothing of a play on words there with, with, with Scotia. Um, I personally think guys from being in the business and they haven't come out with it. They said, you know, they're selling it. I think this is a lot of make good Lou from last year. You know, you, you know, the business side, I think there were a lot of sponsorships last year that weren't there. I think this is a way to not give back money and you know, your thoughts Lou For it? against it. Don't care.
0: I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, Alani said it a little bit ago. Um, this season has a potential of being a, a dumpster fire, and now you've attached um, your money maker um, to these divisions. That's I, <laughs> so. Do you suppose there was a, a fight among? It was the short straw. Got the West
1: because they got Honda.
0: Who wants the West?
1: I'd, I'd rather... Um, well, you, you got Colorado and I'm being and St. sarcastic. In I'm there. being sarcastic. Right. Yeah, Yeah, but. Being, well, yeah, but it's, yeah.
0: It's... So... I, um, yeah,
1: one thing, Lonnie, look, you I'm have,
0: all about making money, but this is... It's silly.
1: Lonnie, I, I know you don't give a crap. We're actually kind of pro this. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, here, I'll pose this question to you, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They should have gone with the old division names. The Patrick, the Adams, Smith, Norris, right, Smith, and how would you have? You would have had a visceral effect if they would have sponsored those.
3: I would have broke stuff around here if they would have put those sponsor names on the on those division names. That would have been insulting to my sensibilities as a hockey fan. Putting it on four division names that aren't going to exist next season. Who cares? I just, I, I can't be bothered about this. Like there's real things to worry about with the health and safety of this game and a lot of other things that are more important than this game. Like, this is not the thing. This is not the hill I'm going to die on.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I, I was a little upset about it at first. The more I thought about it, any revenue is good revenue for the sport and, and this is what they need. Um, this is a sport that needs revenue. Um, you know, the schedule I think was done in a smart way. We'll talk about that in a second too on start times, but as long as I don't have to see the discover logo on the Tampa Bay central division crown or the Avs have to put a Honda on, on their banner that they're going to raise for winning the West this year, I'm okay with it.
3: See, I think it's really unfortunate that Honda didn't have the East because then we could have the flashback. The Islanders' games at the Barclays, Center. they have the <laughs> right. body in the crowd. You have the perfect synergy. Leave it to the NHL to screw it up again,
4: right?
3: You
1: mean, can't have the Massachusetts Mutual out west, though. Of course you can't.
3: That's the bit. <laughs> I don't need to tell you that. Oh, okay, just but, I, but I you was got for Honda the Arena out west, right? That's true. You do have Honda Arena out west, so
0: or, or just so, a little skosh so. north.
3: Oh. oh, man. oh. <laughs> Boom. There it
0: is. There
3: it is.
1: Oh. And, and really, oh, in on, terms of you. the sponsors, nobody should be surprised. These are four that are prominently displayed in yep. the playoffs. They've got outdoor games and all-star game sponsorship tag. These are major sponsors in the league that didn't get their fulfillment last year. Quite honestly, <laughs> folks, that's what you got to remember: the NHL and their teams have had to essentially needed to owe people money for not broadcasting enough games and and not having enough exposure. And if ultimately it comes down to a make good,
3: you know, I think it's fine. We're looking at a sport where the cap is flat for nobody's really sure how many years at this point we're looking at. I think anything that can incrementally bring in revenue, I'm not saying you, I saw this sort of jokingly put out on Twitter yesterday. I'm not suggesting you call it the cheese at Stanley Cup or anything. But I do think that,
1: What about bad boy mowers Stanley Cup?
3: All right, let me sleep on that one a little bit. Okay, I might might be (laughs) in on that one. Well, you know, Honda makes mowers too. So, I mean, don't you have to stick with what brought you there? But look, in all seriousness, though, I do, you know, anything that brings in revenue in whatever way to this sport, I think all of us as fans of the game agree it's a good thing. And I think that we can't be so snobbish and set in our ways about ruining the sanctity of you know we're not turning the players uniforms into the nascar fire suits that you see in finland and sweden not yet not yet and i don't think you will because obviously i think there's you know I i just think there's there's a step that they won't go i think they would sell more of the ice before they sold more of the uniforms but like throwing a logo on a helmet who cares like that to me is like that's that's so, that, that that's many years well, that's past the next due, so that's frankly. that's
1: the next thing after the division yes. is the helmets are allowed to be sp- by the way, the solo cup would be good. Oh that's solo be awesome. Stanley Cup. We can get That would you, be ooh, awesome. Yes. Yeah. Paint the top red. Absolutely not. No, okay.
0: Um no <laughs> so why
3: so, why, no.
1: why are you the way you are, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> red solo cups that's why. we we only do about an hour of a podcast so we really can't get into that this that's a different podcast of why i am how i am that's um, very much so coming to your favorite pod subscription near you um three listeners for that um i think my wife has the <laughs>
2: maybe she'll
1: host it um uh oh god so the helmets um everybody's allowed to have a helmet sponsor um I, I go back, I mean, like I said, I worked for years in minor league. It, it was second nature to sell your helmet. I don't think the helmet is sacred ground. Um, you know, I was talking to Lonnie U. the other day. Qu- question for you, Richard. Yeah. What color helmet did Colorado wear last year and what logo was on it?
4: Well, if they uh, were at home, they wore their uh, – they wore black, I believe, and white ah, on the See, Ah, you believe. See, yes. I, I'm confusing with their alternate jersey where they wore the, uh, the dark navy
1: and which one of their logos did they put on the helmet?
4: Well, they had their, uh, their A, their primary, unless they were wearing their alternate, which they had the, uh, the Mountain C on it. You sure? Nope, they had the C on it. That's what it was. Yes.
1: There, there's my point. Exactly. Ask, yeah. ask the average NHL fan that follows their team what color their helmet is. Do they have one or two? And what, what logo have they chosen to put on the helmet? I bet you at least half the fans probably would, have, would struggle just like Richard did you know, to about the helmet color and logo on them. So if Pittsburgh's going to sell it to PPG and they're going to call it a paint bucket now, which I think is kind of fun, you know, so be it. Patent be that, for them. patent that. They, no, they already tweeted it yesterday. It was, it was, on ah. yeah, they said, how do you like our paint buckets? And it's got the PPG paint. So I was like, that's kind of clever, actually. That is, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: It, I mean, just, uh, with with Ball Arena and, and the Avs now, um, I mean, you can call it your brain bucket or your brain jar.
1: Ball, yeah. yeah, you guys are named after jars. It's yeah, pop.
4: And, I mean, cans too. Yeah. See, I I don't have a problem with the helmet. To me, that's
3: low hanging fruit, and probably should have been done yeah. several years ago.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I I'm okay. I I even go so far as being okay with a jersey sponsor, as long as when you buy the jersey in the team store, it doesn't come with the sponsor logo. I would be okay with the face off dots, Jacob, changing not the face off circles, and I'd even be okay with doing the ECHL and all the goalposts go blue with Geico on it at this point.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I think that might cause a bit of visibility issues with the goalpost, but that's it. I think everything else might, will it, be fine.
1: It works in the coast. Nobody complains about the blue uh, across that league.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. nobody watches it. I
1: know it, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I know that, that the ECHL doesn't oh, yeah, exist to you up, up North. I, I, yeah, mean, I know, you guys I think I it's really weird that we just have a league with letters that stands for nothing, which, which yeah, it is. It's it is it it really
2: is. weird. It's just,
1: <laughs> and we still but, call it the coast. <laughs> <laughs> Not, <laughs> Lou remembers when there was an East and a West coast hockey league that he had to cover. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm old <laughs> and a whipple, a whipple next to it. Yeah, a not just, not just yeah. a surgical procedure back then, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we're all on the same page, raise revenue for the game. It hasn't gotten obscene yet. Let's just make sure it doesn't get obscene. So, um, so we've covered that. We, we, we got some schedule news um, the other day, I think it's good guys. There's a lot of start times, uh, mainly it affects the Western, the, the Honda West, uh, brought to you by the pilot. Um, if one, you know, we're, we're just going to plug, maybe one want to show up at our house. Not, not the passport. Yeah. Maybe the passport, you know, a yeah. little, 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 civic, there any little passports
3: civic this year. Cause they're not going up to Canada.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh. Okay. So you don't need the passport. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, I thought was really interesting and and I kind of zeroed in on the blues living in St. Louis and and kind of talking to a couple of folks here. Um, They're starting some seven o'clock central games in Los Angeles, for example, and Anaheim Um, Colorado. I noticed they've got a couple seven o'clock central starts, you know, when, when they go to California or mountain, excuse me, when they go to California, it looks like to me that the NHL really sat down without fans involved and kind of looked at whose TV was more important.
3: Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think it's smart. I think if you don't, if you don't have to worry about fans, I think you should do the honestly the best you can to try to, uh, you know, make a. It's a TV sport this year, and you got to try to you know get the most number of TV watchers uh, uh, in front. You know, most set of eyeballs you can in front of the game.
1: Yeah, I mean the Eastern Eastern Division has no problems. Up up north, I think they, they did the best they could, Jacob, in your division. I mean, it, you guys got the toughest division for start times, considering you have four time zones out there. Yeah,
2: but uh, no matter what, Canadians will watch, I think. I think the U.S. just has a bit more trouble getting uh, just eyes on hockey in general because there's so much competition in terms of sport.
1: Well, I mean, once like, Colbert and Kim will come on, you know, we we can't watch hockey anymore down here. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Trevor Noah, Colbert, Kimmel, Fallon. I mean, once that, once that happens, I mean, you can't watch sports anymore at, at 10.30 Central or 11.30 East. It's a rule. It's actually written into our uh, – oh. it's, it's on the back of the passport, if
2: you I, I think um, Toronto, Montreal, all those cities would like a word with you.
1: Oh, they don't – they'll watch hockey at any – you could put a 2 a.m. Yeah. 2 puck drop on it, they'll watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, great. Yeah, so I, I give the – you know, we, we rip on the NHL a lot for marketing and all that, but I give them kudos for actually – getting creative with the start times and, and without fans in the building. Now I will say it'll be really interesting if in March some arenas open up or even February, what happens to some of those start times. I don't think we have to worry in California. I think California's closed for, for a while. Um, but I'll be interested to see if, if that changes, if a place like Colorado gets fans or a place like Vegas gets fans mm-hmm. in it.
4: Absolutely. Or Arizona. No,
1: not really worried about that. <laughs> Lou, you're not come on, I took a slave in Arizona, Lou.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do we it's, know? I, I, I just like the the, the, the jersey, that's all. Um, I, I wonder how much um, encouragement or um, how much pressure there will be on fans to show up by some franchises.
1: Yeah, I, I think Dallas announced about 5,000 a game is what they're allowing, and only season ticket holders are going to have uh, the ability to opt into games They're kind of doing like a system there where they go through them, all that. Uh, It's the only team I've seen kind of outwardly talk, talk about it. Um, I'm assuming the Florida teams will have fans. Um, Carolina, I believe will be open, but that's, you know, we're going to be few and far between, you know, I, I think by the end, I truly think by the end, only Canada and California may not have fans by the end of the year. That's my prediction.
2: I actually disagree. I think Canada's might have some fans in like Alberta, especially. Really? I think that, I think they're just going to ham fist. They're just going to allow them. Not because it's safe or anything, just because.
1: Well, what is safe is, is we're not going to get Lou in a soapbox, but we're no longer about what is safe. Let's, let's be quite honest with, with the, we're, we're going
2: to, we're, this is about what
1: is uh, safe enough in some people's minds. We'll go with that.
2: Yeah, we're not even going with that in Alberta, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no. But like yeah, we, we've 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 gone back into politics accidentally, so uh, oh no.
1: Yeah. Man uh, now we're supposed to save that for the pre-show. Yeah Sorry, right. but I was gonna say we're get gonna get, get out of we're gonna get, Mr. <laughs> we're gonna get Mr. Sunshine out here pretty soon if we don't be careful. But, but realistically, <laughs> I, I do
2: expect uh, I, I don't expect Vancouver I don't expect uh, Ottawa, uh, Toronto, but maybe Montreal and maybe Winnipeg to have fans. I think. Interesting.
4: So, so how is that going to impact the Senators?
2: Uh, because Ottawa is very much locked down. Uh, because, well, uh, actually, maybe Ottawa because their their arena is so far out of town, so it wouldn't be.
1: So there will still be nobody in the stands. Got it. Do you want to go to an Ottawa center? Are you asking if you can go to see? To see no, the I'm just saying how ever? is the lack of fans going to affect a team that doesn't really get any fans? There's like three teams that you probably don't even want to watch on TV. And they, I mean,
2: who wants to watch the senators this year? You know, I have some uh, opinions of the Ottawa senators. Let's, uh, you know, we're going to division. Well, we're going to go into, we are about to
1: start here. We are going to give some predictions, you know, let's just roll right into our thoughts of the divisions. Let's start up North. We'll we'll start up north with uh, the the country contained division. Let's let's go uh, let's go Scotia this up.
2: <laughs> okay, so go for it, man. Let's let's hear. It. You think the senators are going to do something? I think the senator senators are going to place fifth in this division. Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I but, think they're uh, going to fifth get- place.
1: They will not. That that is correct.
2: Um, but. I think the first team is going to be the Edmonton Oilers, actually. I think Edmonton, assuming they stay healthy, I think they're going to be, they do have a chance to win the North Division. And I think the sef- second team is the Toronto Maple Leafs, with the uh, uh, Vancouver Canucks being a very, very close third. Hmm. Because so the kids take uh, a step up. I believe the kids will take a step up as well as Toronto is just losing a lot of everything right now. They're just bleeding talent. And they're not really fixing their issues. Uh their defense has continued to f- lose players like uh Barry going leaving, as well as um Bro. No. Uh, who, who joined Edmonton? Uh, who did they also? Yeah, Tyson Berry joining Edmonton was a big problem for them. Uh, they just don't have to. TJ Brody isn't a top defenseman, especially uh, a defenseman that Toronto really needs. Um, Jake Muzzin was okay, but. They really don't have much. Uh, They need Rasmus Sandin to step up and become a top, honestly, a top two defenseman or an elite defenseman now. And that's very scary for them. Uh, As well as uh, Frederick Anderson is going to have a very rough time this year uh, with all the talent that he's going to be facing. Um, He's going to be playing a lot... Uh, against McDavid, uh, against Elias Pedersen and Brock Besser, uh, um, the top line with, of Calgary. There's just so much talent that they have to play in that division. And also uh, the Jets as well. Like, okay. they, there's just so much that the defense is going to have to face, and that's going to be very hard for them to deal with. Um, the Canucks, I think they'll be okay. Um I feel like their team overall is just built better. I am very, very uh, terrified of their depth now. But their defense with Tyler Myers uh, and Alexander Edler and somehow acquiring Nate Schmidt is going to be great, especially with Quinn Hughes still on his ELC. He's going to be a very, very um, big part of this uh, team this year. And Brayden Holtby, honestly, he's going to hold the line very well. And I think they have enough tools to shut down a lot of teams as well. Score a lot of goals, and honestly just pop off some nights. And for my absolutely crazy pick, I think the Montreal Canadians are going to place fourth. I think Calgary is going to miss the playoffs, not by a little, by a lot. I think Calgary is going to completely collapse, but the Montreal Canadians have a lot of depth. They have a very strong team that can play, play very defensively and shut down a lot of talent. And when there's a top-heavy, talent-heavy team or division, such as the Canadian division, I think that's going to pay off uh, and that's going to steal a lot of wins from a lot of teams, um, especially if they can stay somewhat healthy. And that means shay Weber playing a full 56 games. Uh, I hope if he can do that, then Montreal is really good. If Shea Weber goes down for an extended period of time, I think Montreal just falls off the face of the earth and might be in contention for a top three spot in the upcoming uh, lottery. Um, The reasons why I think Calgary um, and then why I think Calgary is going to get sixth, because I already said the Sanders, I believe, will be fifth. Uh, I just think Calgary is prone to blow just to not do anything because they acquired a lot of players who are not that, who are from Vancouver who had very good seasons, but unfortunately probably don't have any room to improve in my eyes. Um, I think Jacob Markstrom, he had a fantastic season in in, uh, Vancouver, but I don't think, he has the tools because Vancouver's defense was so stacked in the way Vancouver played made Jacob Markstrom not face a lot of high danger chances. I don't think Calgary's going to do that. And when you have an aging Mark Giordano and I guess just oh, a whole bunch of defensemen who I would consider a bit overrated like Rasmus Anderson and Noah Hannafin, I, uh, I don't see Calgary doing that well. So let me make sure I got your picks right here. <clears throat> it, top I, four, yep, top
4: four, right? Yeah, top four: Edmonton, okay. Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. Yeah.
1: Okay. Lou, so that great in depth stuff there, Jacob. He is our he is our North Division expert, and he will be all all season on the podcast. Lou, what's your top four up north? Uh, we'll see about
0: his expertise.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, just not I,
0: I'm Adam too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is not Jacob's day. Not Jacob's day. Yeah, is. No.
0: So um, um, I'm going to take Vancouver, taking the division. Uh, Richard, you're taking this stuff down, I guess. Um, oh, yes. Um, Winnipeg, yeah, Winnipeg at number two, Calgary at three, and Canadians at four. We said the top four, not the bottom four.
1: okay lou i uh lonnie all
3: right i've got uh i got edmonton at one i have vancouver at two i have a little more faith in calgary at three and i have winnipeg still in the fourth
0: okay so so
1: (laughs) richard all right, or do you want um, me to give mine first? You tell me. How do you want to go? Well, I've already got mine written down. Okay, so go do ahead. I'll, I'll I'll jot yours. I'll jot yours. Okay. go ahead. I, I'm going to Toronto takes it. Okay, I got Edmonton second. I've got Calgary third, and I've got Vancouver fourth.
4: All right, now I I feel bad, but. Mine's gonna be a little bit different from you guys, and I I kind of like it because it gives me a chance. Every yeah. I think each one of us are pretty much different so far in this one. Uh, in in order, but you guys have you got a common theme with Vancouver. I have left them out of my top four. Um, I have Edmonton taking the division, Calgary second, Toronto third, Winnipeg fourth, honorable mention Senators. I think they're gonna wow. be contenders for a little while in that division. Uh, probably fall start falling apart at Brown game 40.
1: Okay. That's, that's, that's a long way in for it, that's the longest Ottawa we've hung in in a couple of years.
4: It, it will be. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's go to the East uh, because it's uh, his favorite team's division. We'll start with you, Lou. Who do you like in the top four of the, the East division or green division for the year? Green division. Um, that's,
0: that's
1: the logo color. I don't know.
0: Boston at one. Um, three more. I know, I know. Give me a break. Um, Washington at two. Flyers at three, and I, I'll I'll pick my Rangers at four.
1: Jacob, take a stab out east. I
2: don't know if you know what, what exists oh out boy. there. We'll let you go. Ah, uh, this is a hard division. I would say. Philadelphia at one, Rangers at two, Capitals at three, or sorry, no, Islanders at one, sorry, and then Rangers at, or yeah, Islanders at one, Flyers at two, Rangers at three, then Capitals at four.
1: I think this is going to be the most competitive division, top to bottom. Hold on, hold on, you flew through that, uh, you have Islanders
4: one, Flyers two, who is three? Rangers. Okay, and then who is four? Capitals. Okay, I know who you left off just out of spite.
1: It wasn't
2: out of spite. It was out of logic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll go next. Um, I think the Islanders are going to win the division. I've got Capitals two, Pittsburgh three, Boston four. And I think the Devils are going to surprise people this year because they're going to have superb goaltending. Lonnie? All right. I
3: got the Islanders at one, the Penguins at two, the Flyers at three, just because that first round playoff series, after these two teams have played each other so many times in the regular season, another seven games packed into two weeks is going to be absolutely a joy to watch.
1: And Boston at four. By the way, we did not discuss the fact that we had the exact three out of four before this. That was, uh, no. Uh, Richard, you're left. Yeah,
4: um, I'm. I'm gonna take Boston taking the division, of course. Uh, Islanders coming at number two. I, I'm gonna change my number three. Uh, I had Washington in there. Uh, I'm gonna move Pittsburgh up, and I'm putting Philadelphia in number four.
1: Okay, so you got the best. Okay, we, the consensus is the Islanders are gonna have a good year amongst this group. They're just still well so well coached.
3: It, it. Jacobs absolutely got it. It's the yep. best coached team in the division.
1: Yeah. There you go. Uh, of course, the big news in that division is uh, a really tall man is is going to be in red instead of yellow and black. So the Dano Char is going to look weird in a Capitals jersey. It he sure is. is. really weird. Uh, we'll go to the middle of the country, Lonnie. I'll let you start and uh, discover the Central for us.
3: <laughs> All right. The defending champs win the division uh, with the – Defending Western Conference champs Dallas at two. Uh, third is going to be the Jerks in Carolina, and fourth is going to be Nashville. I just have—I don't have a ton of faith in Nashville, except in their goaltending. I think they bounce
1: back. Lou, what do you got in the Central for your top four? Um, Tampa.
0: Number one, uh, number two, Dallas. Number three, Nashville. Number four, Columbus.
1: I knew you were going to stay Columbus in there. The special place <laughs> your that it is. I,
0: I I only picked Columbus because I don't think Carolina is is all that.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
2: yeah. Jacob, what do you got in the Central? Oh, Lou, I'm sorry, but I'm taking Carolina first.
1: That's
2: fine. That um, You've yeah, been upset. You've been wrong before. I've been wrong a lot of times. <laughs> he's been wrong well, in a lot. La- he's stop. been wrong in the last 30 minutes. I mean, let's go. <laughs> Going for a new record. Um, so, Carolina first, taking Tampa Bay second, because keep in mind, Nikita Kucherov is out for the season, um, Columbus third. And uh, I don't know why, but Nashville fourth.
1: Because they're Nashville. And we ask that question every year when they sneak into well, a playoff.
2: Well, they just have their team's actually good on paper. I just the last season, they just didn't have a coach. They didn't have a GM or wait. They lost every they've, they're off front office. It's all wild and weird, but now it's stable. So hopefully they can get it get everything together and I, not lose to Arizona.
1: I'm going to go Dallas first. I'm going to go Carolina second. I'm going to go Tampa third, which will be a nice southeast battle in the first round. And I think Columbus goes fourth simply by process of elimination because I honest, I don't think Nashville's going to have a great year. I think they're going to pick up wins because of the vision they're in. But I think Florida... Um, Chicago and Detroit Maybe three of the five worst teams In the NHL this year Richard All right
4: Um, Like Lonnie, I'm going to take The uh, defending Stanley Cup champs Number one, Carolina Number two Uh, I'm going to put Nashville in number three And Dallas number four A lot of of Tampa-Dallas Consensus there that way, that's what we've got Uh, Really in that division There's only four teams that are legitimately going to make the play out. Well, I mean every division, but this one only four are going to contend and it's just whatever, whatever order you want to put in. It's
1: yeah. And by the way, just a reminder, we are guaranteed a new Stanley cup final this year. We cannot have a repeat. Um, By the way, this is the, let me, let me get, let me get my notes. Right. This is the first time since 1980, 81 when New York and Philly were in the Patrick division that the Stanley cup finalists are in the same division for a season. And it's only,
4: uh,
1: I think, like the seventh time ever that we've had it. And by the way, uh, four of those times were between 1929 and 1938, when the divisions were called American and Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Um, We move on to the final division, but we're going to talk about some more, you know, did you know type stuff. To me, guys, this is the (laughs) easiest of the top four, top bottom four, in the entire league. Richard, it's 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 your division. I'm gonna let you start with it.
4: Um uh, yeah, again, only four contenders in this division. Put them in whatever order you want. Uh my order, Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, Arizona. Lonnie, do you differ from that at all? I'll put it that way.
3: <laughs> um just two and three. Yeah, the same four, but I think it's gonna be uh, Colorado,
0: Vegas, St. Louis. Okay. Lou? Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, Minnesota. What do you I'll know that my we wild don't? Card in there. <laughs> what do you know that we don't <laughs> know about Minnesota? It's 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 the I, I I don't know how you have Arizona in there.
4: Yeah, I, I don't know how you have Minnesota in there. <laughs>
0: well, have you We you need one. You need one of the worst. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, Jacob, are you... you, And and I'm just going to opt for that one. I have a feeling Jacob doesn't like Arizona. Jacob, what's your for?
2: I have Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, and L.A. Vegas, Colorado, L.A. Whoa, 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 (laughs) (laughs) whoa. You dare dare go
0: after (laughs) me.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lou, Lou, um... Richard, can you edit out about 90 seconds ago? Because... I'm going to, this is the first in four years, I, God, four years. I've known Lou for close to what, 15 years now. Um, Lou, I apologize to you. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever said that to you <laughs> before. Oh, <laughs> you haven't. Okay, <laughs> wait, Lou? Uh,
0: wait a minute, just a minute. I want to make sure that my volume is set. I'm going
4: to clip oh, that man. and send it to you as a ringtone. Re- <laughs> Please no. do. Me, okay, <laughs> I'll explain
1: my LA. Hold, hold on, hold on, let me do this right. Lou? I'm sorry yes. for I'm questioning listening. you, I'm, Lou. I'm truly oh, you. Sorry for questioning you, Jacob. What the hell's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> so you're gonna have I to watched... justify. You're gonna have to justify <laughs> LA. I okay, mean, uh, uh, sell uh, me on this. So I watched the World Juniors. Congratulations, you guys lost. <laughs> yeah.
0: have
2: we well, uh, they had six medalists playing, uh, who or six players who won medals: Quinton Byfield, Arthur Kaliev, and Alex Turcott. Chicago native. Those three players played insanely well. And two of those players are probably NHL ready, maybe even three. Um, To be honest, I don't, LA just has a pretty solid team if, and only if Drew Doughty can not do what Drew Doughty did last year.
3: Okay. First of all, is this the time where I should point out that Quentin Byfield made the scouts list of most disappointing players in the tournament,
2: or should I not mention that yet? Quentin Byfield played very good two-way hockey in my eyes. Um, He didn't put up nearly as many points as he should have, but his expectations were way higher than what was reasonable. Yeah, but but they
1: they don't want kids winning the selkie coming out of juniors.
3: And and your Drew Doughty, especially at the number two, and your Drew Doughty uh, comment – like that's a, what, $10 million hole for oh, how many really years? Done. If he does $11 million hole for how many years? Like that's a big, well, that's a big what about if. About we're talking about like a massive percentage. of
2: the Yeah. Talent. Oh yes. And I'm just saying like, is that their team has a really good um, infusion of young talent is by, is my correct. thought process. C- correct. Yes. With a- Polly Mata as well. Um, as well as Andreas Anthony I think they could they could maybe do some stuff. But Cal Peterson also has to step up in net because Jonathan Quick is just not the starter
0: anymore. It's hard would, to soar with eagles when you're up to your eyebrows and alligators.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> you know I, I, okay. So so by the way, Richard, <laughs> just put a times two next to your name for me. Just okay.
2: Yeah, the same thing. Well, yeah, for, and also okay. I'm looking at Look at the rest of the division, and uh, the Wild yeah. traded Devin Dubnyk. The Sharks have yeah, I, uh, Devin um uh, <laughs> The Arizona Coyotes exist, and the Anaheim Ducks. I, I don't even whoa, know
3: whoa, whoa, wait, right. wait, 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 Hey, wait, hang on. Whoa, whoa, you just gave an Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes exist. The Desert Dogs made
1: the playoffs last year. Yeah, you?
2: you're talking they, about. They play, okay, they played a Nashville. Okay, they only played a Nashville team that was just complete. That forgot to play hockey. And then well, they went
4: at against a, a very difficult Colorado team in the second round. Yeah. And gave him some games. That's, that's the. Yeah. No, that would no, no. be the and, worst caveat I've ever heard of, Jacob. They, they played okay. Colorado
2: tough. They played. No, really tough. Ranta Yeah. Played Colorado tough. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but def, the, they only have defense, they don't actually have the ability to score. So l- let me see if I. Just and to LA does? Wait, let me just,
3: yeah. Adam, hang on, just to okay. summarize okay. here. Okay. You're putting your fourth-place pick in a loaded division, a team that has three 18-year-olds that may be NHL-ready and an $11 million defenseman on the downside with no goaltending, and that's
2: your fourth-place team. Well, I'm also looking at like Ante Kopitar. Ante Kopitar. Yeah, I'm just. It's a gut feeling. 2012 called.
1: I
3: I was going to say, what year are we? This is not the. This is the 2020. Don't. Did you reverse your numbers? This is 2021, not 2012.
2: Yeah, I'm very confident. I'm okay. I'm not very confident. (laughs) I have. I am just the, the fastest walk back ever on this show. No, 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 no. I'm not walking <laughs> back. I'm just under the belief that the four other teams are built poorly, and I feel like the LA Kings have a chance—a higher chance that I would say uh, compared to Arizona or Minnesota. Because my opinion of Arizona is very, very, very low. Clearly. Um. And I just don't know how to address the Wild's goaltending.
1: No, they're, 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 no they're, they're, there's nothing to address with the Wild's goaltending. It's been oh. a problem for ten, ten, twelve years. Yeah. yeah. Listen, like, a-
3: a- Alex daylock's keeping the keeping the, the crease warm until uh, Cajonan is ready to, yep. to be an NHL goalie every day.
1: And and I, and I do have to mention season,
3: that's a season away.
1: And I do have to mention, by the way, um, the San Jose Sharks are in that division. We haven't met, we we mentioned everybody else, but the San Jose Sharks still do exist for listeners out there. <laughs> I just felt we needed to mention everyone. No,
3: Jacob, Jacob did mention that.
1: Oh, did he? I just, I, I, I heard Anaheim Jake, and I, no,
3: he, he, he mentioned that they now have Devin Duke.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. The, the, yeah. So I would say I think the LA Kings are going to finish above the San Jose Sharks and probably the Anaheim Ducks. I'll give them that much.
2: Yep. It'll be know, top team in California. California.
1: Yes. They will win the California cup. Um, sponsored by who the hell knows? Maybe Emerald D- Nuts or something like that out there. You know, we'll find some. Yeah, I'd oh, say California. I'd, I'd say Tesla, but they're moving to Texas, so they probably don't want to sponsor the California Cup. Um, you know, it, it's it's yeah. I, here's the fun thing. Um, I, 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 here's how I look at the divisions, guys, and then you know, I think the West and the Central are the haves and the have-nots. I think the East is. I think any one of the eight teams can make the playoffs in the East. In that one. And I think the North is going to be fascinating because rivalries are going to pick up. So, you know, and that can change it. I want a kind of a crazy prediction from everybody that that's going to happen throughout the year. Uh-huh. And, and here's, here's mine. I'm going to give, I'm to, I'll start because I kind of threw this on you guys. I don't think a single player will play all 56 games this year. Mm. That's my prediction. It's huh. a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Lou, you got anything crazy off the wall you want to throw out there?
0: Yes, the season will finish. Okay. That's a fair that's fair. Lonnie.
3: Oh I, need create. I think we'll play all the games. It's not gonna end on the, the day. It's gonna be it's going to extend some. It can extend,
1: extend into the Olympics, man. Mm-hmm. There's, There's a hard stop date. I mean day.
3: it I understand, but they're not gonna finish the regular. I don't think that they're gonna get fifty-six brief, games. So brief
1: okay. There. So you're saying less than fifty-six games regular season. Got it. Yeah. Jacob.
2: I think the president's trophy, I already alluded to this, but I feel the present trophy winning Boston Bruins aren't going to make the playoffs this year.
1: Okay. Kote?
4: Um, Colorado Avalanche will
1: break their outdoor game losing streak. Speaking of the outdoor games, we do. We, there are two of them they threw on the schedule.
3: Um, That's a great segue. <laughs> we,
1: we, we're going to Lake Tahoe. Uh-huh. So one thing that we've all said is we need to go to non-hockey markets you know, and, and have these neutral site beyond South Bend, Indiana. Um, I, I didn't have Lake Tahoe on the bingo card, Colorado, Vegas, Boston, Philly, R- Richard, Richard, you're, you're the great producer. Who put the rundown together. You're okay with Colorado Vegas. You put, huh? Next to Boston. Philly. Is it because why are you bringing a team so far East to West? Is that the, huh? Exactly. When you're
4: trying to contain the teams in a division to minimize travel, why bring two teams from the East coast all the way to Lake Tahoe, couldn't you find a Ch- spot out east? Ch- cha-ching? I, I, I realize believe that. believe the sound that you would make? Yes. Um, but if your whole idea was to minimize travel, why are, you, why are you doing that? Why don't you bring in San Jose and play Arizona?
1: It's the only time they're going
4: to... Well, okay. Who the hell wants to watch because that? Because they want people to watch the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> sure. come on. So then you have Boston, Philadelphia, Lake Placid.
1: That costs money to have two outdoor rings. They're, they're trying to lessen that. Yeah. I, but I, I mean, the, the only thing you would have, you, you may have, you, wouldn't it have been fun to see like Dallas Tampa in, in the outdoor too. game in, in a weird division that they had? I, I thought that would have been a better matchup. But once again, who's going to watch, I guess, because it's Dallas Tampa, right?
4: Money pretty you, big TV markets. People will watch. He,
3: You know, I I understand the idea of, you know, keeping it more contained regionally. But if you're, you know, if you're taking two teams from outside of the region, they fly in, they play the game, they fly out. It's not like, I don't know, I, I have hope that it could be, you know, not awful
1: yeah it's yeah it's gonna be like one of the only times around a plane this year in that train division that they've got so god i wish trains still existed like for travel that they were allowed to do it because it'd be phenomenal for that division would, just call, you could have had the amtrak east division for god's sakes instead of massive right? mutual could have been a lot more fun
3: i don't know the, right the, the, tra- the tracks may be uh frozen up in uh, buffalo yeah. this time of year it's probably had to fly to
1: buffalo yeah so Interesting fact coming out here, guys. Um, Lake Tahoe. I, I'm visually. I'm waiting to see the stunningness of the mountains in the background. Oh yeah. Um, without the traffic of the Air Force debacle
4: as, as <laughs> yeah. a backdrop. Oh, oh, geez.
1: <laughs> um, do you guys know how many times yes, that was? Um, that was kind of a disaster. <laughs> you still got PTSD on that, huh? Still going with that. We're just gonna crawl up a little, little bit. Now. Yeah. Question for you guys. Do you know the last time we've seen teams play four games in a row against each other in a regular season? We're going to have that this year by numerous teams. When you look at the schedule, the way that they did the schedules. Can you guys remember the last time it's happened? I can't. You shouldn't. It's never happened before. (laughs) This is the first time we're ever going to see four consecutive games in a regular season versus one opponent happen in the NHL. Think about that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's unique. Know. You know, this is, this is one of my favorites. This is going to be tough. So we're going to have a lot of games versus the same teams. So we're going to have a lot of those kind of records fall. In the 2010-2011 season, Steven Stamkos scored nine goals. Alex Ovechkin in the 6-7 season scored nine goals versus one team. They both did it versus the same team. That's the most. Nine goals versus one team in a single season. Ovechkin in 6 7, Stamkos in 10 11. Who did they torch?
4: Oh, it had to be like Buffalo. Though. Florida.
1: Had to be within the Southeast Division. So Lonnie's oh, closer. Carolina. Carolina?
4: Nope. Tampa? Nope.
3: No, Stamkos played for Tampa.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be weird. Yeah. Own goals. Own goals. <laughs> Sorry, I just. For the Trying to I'm think of the old Southeast now. Thrashers. There you go. Ah,
1: that was good. Nice yeah. call. Good pull. Yeah, Atlanta. I gotta have an Atlanta reference. All right. right? Can, yeah. But how about that? Nine goals versus the same team. It's been done twice versus the same. The same team. team. Oh, the Southeast. Oh, the you know, it's it, it was the NFC East in football before the NFC East existed. <laughs>
3: My, my favorite Southeast stat was in two thousand two when the uh, Hurricanes made the finals against the Red Wings. They were the eighth seed in the East. They would not have made the playoffs in the West. In the
1: West, yep. Yeah, back when the East was bad.
4: Oh, they were you know. real bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: Party shots, guys! As we close out
2: here, as we get it up tidy. Jacob, party shot. Um, man, I'm so excited for hockey. Um, and not like. I, I had the World Juniors, but that made me sad. So I'm very excited for the, the NHL to start back up. I'm very excited to watch Connor McDavid torch um, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Calgary Flames for what 24 games or something this year. It's going to be great. Um,
1: Best chance Mar- Canada's had to have a Stanley Cup finalist in a long time.
2: Uh, I, don't, I sure. wouldn't go that far. No, it,
1: it, it, your odds are better.
2: Statistically, yes, but realistically, they'll kill each other before anyone makes it out at this rate. Um, There's a Beaverton article about how there's going to be an increased amount of violence because of the Canadian division. Saw that. Yeah, I saw
1: that. Let's not, let's not, let's not. not. Yeah. Lou, parting shot. Parting shot
0: is uh, waiting for the surgeons to show up in Buffalo to excise both uh, Taylor and Eichel. From the, from the-,
1: <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving for Lou. He, yeah. Yeah. It's just wonderful.
4: Mr. Producer. <laughs> oh, um, when I heard the announcement of the outdoor games that the NHL is going to have this year, I, I had the same reaction as you, Adam. I am really excited to see just what spectacular views we're going to see from that ice. Uh, just the mountains of Lake Tahoe are amazing. I've been there just, you know, one time in my life, but it was, it was phenomenal. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see what it's going to look like come February 20th. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to have some NHL hockey happening again. Lonnie.
3: Yeah. I saw on the Twitter, I, somewhere on Twitter and I don't know if this was like an official, and I don't think it was an official NHL reference, but somebody sort of referenced the idea of putting that game in, in Lake Tahoe. Is sort of the, the mystery Alaska stunt <laughs> from, from that movie. And my parting shot is, that is a sneaky good movie. Um, not realistic, but really fun. Go find it on your streaming service of choice. Russell Crowe is a hockey player, not even a slight bit believable, but it was it truly enjoyable.
1: There you go. My parting shot. I want to say congratulations to a big friend of ours, Dr. Colleen Colleen Martin. She rang the bell today at the Siteman Cancer Center here, WashU Hospital, uh, finishing up her 16 rounds of two stages of chemo, and you know now it's all looking up. Uh, still a long way to go till April when, when the the prognosis. But you know, congrats to Colleen for ringing the bell today. It was the coolest thing. They they did a Zoom thing out there. So we, we got to uh, share it in part with her. Um, Lou, she is the wife of former Scorpions goaltender, Andrew Martin. And they live here in San Luis oh, now. Okay. Yep. So yeah, as Marty was our cool. was the second season and uh, half the third season, it was a deadline deal. Uh, went to Laredo, but yeah, Marty and I have remained really good friends. And and you know, pre-COVID, we actually still play hockey together pre-COVID and all good. that. And you know, good, good buddy of mine. So congratulations to, to his wife. He he married smart. He married a doctor. You know, people that marry doctors and lawyers smart to do that in this world. Very smart to marry up. So yes, that's a shot at Lonnie at the same time. It's not really a shot. I, get, I, I got a credit. shot at all. You're absolutely right. It's a shot at her.
3: <laughs> Listen, she gets dinner. She gets meals and laundry done. She she did all right, too. We'll ask her. That, that's about all she says is that, yes, that, that is exactly what she says. That's right. Enough, that's all. <laughs> I said, I'm running my keep around here. There
1: you go. For the whole crew, check us out at ProHockeyNews.com. Articles are going up minor league has started and will start Lou and the crew are doing a great job making sure everything's up there Twitter, we're on all the socials, you know where to find us, ProHockeyNews.com once again for Lou and Richard and Lonnie and Jacob, this is Adam and I saying so long from another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast